When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. All right, everybody, we are back with another podcast, and our guest today is Alice Cooper. There's Favaz. Hi, yeah, uh, episode five already. Can you believe it? Yeah, I'm John Eulid. You can follow me on Twitter, at STLUman, and follow Favaz. At Keishi Guy. Well, this interview took place when and for what reason? Uh, this was the Hall of Fame interview for Alice Cooper when we inducted him. Into the um, Casey Real Rock Museum Hall of Fame. Right. And I believe it took place in 2007, uh, somewhere around there. It was He was opening for Heaven and Hell, which was Black Sabbath, uh, when Ronnie James Dio was still alive and all that. And on this same night that I did Alice Cooper, I also did Geezer Butler. Uh, of Black Sabbath, we put him in the Hall of Fame. So it was a, it was a big night, and it's just one of the many times that Alice Cooper has done interviews for Casey. So on this one, you're you know he always talks about you know his relationship with Casey and how he you know was was you know doing interviews long 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 time ago and stuff like that. Uh, we talk about uh, the you know the relationship and the Hall of Fame, but we also talk about the day that you guys played golf, got in a car accident. And he didn't remember, or he didn't bring up the Cheeto eating part on the curb, but you will later on in the interview. Yeah, he doesn't remember near as many details as I do because he was with me. <laughs> I, I was with Alice Cooper, so I'm going to remember much more than he did. Yeah, so it's not real long, um, and uh, we'll stop it and start it as we go along here. But uh, this was at the family arena in a, a nice little office that we had set up, and Alice Cooper was there. And as usual, nice man. Always. Because that's the best, you know, because we're all... We're and, and I was just hopeful he even say Casey, because I thought that yeah. would be go, yeah. I'll this go. is of us setting up the interview before they actually start yes. recording. Yes. No, I did interviews oh, with you guys before you were born, Here we probably. Go. Here we go. <laughs> so 60 minutes down, it's going to be like this. Yeah. Okay. Alice Cooper, when I say St. Louis, what do you think of? <laughs> There's two or three things. Casey, the Checker Dome, uh, which was the place to play. Big Puristan, Purina Ralston looked like a big bag of dog food, you know. (laughs) But everybody played the checker dome. I mean, we would come in, the small faces would come in after us, and you know, it was just one of those great places. St. Louis is in the Midwest. That's the rock and roll audience. You know, the coast is the coast. Midwest is where you want to play rock and roll. We're from Detroit, so St. Louis is backyard, you know. Do you remember the early days? KC Radio was when we used to come in, and I was nobody even knew who I was. I bare, I just signed with Zappa. I had a record out, and they said, "Well, you're going to go to all these radio stations," and that was back with Freeform FM. You go to the station. There's albums everywhere, and the DJ's going, "Well, what do you want to play?" And we put the album on. And honestly, that was I think the very first interviews I ever did across the country. Was uh, the first one was at KC. I was. Now, he talked about the Checker Dome and what a dump that place was. I mean, <laughs> well, but but he said dump. Well, I think he liked it. 
I mean, he was just calling it. I mean, he said everybody played there. Yeah. You know, for I mean, people who don't know, I mean, that place was originally built for like cattle shows. It uh, was. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it had very few upgrades over the years that it was in existence. They blew it up in what, 1992? It, it was 20 the, years ago. I believe the 20th anniversary just happened. Oh, 98. Yeah. Not, oh, that, wow. that, not that long ago. Holy and, cow. And you know, and the blues played there and everything. And yeah. they, they tried to put those things on the roof that would affect sound and, you know, and whatever. I mean... Yeah, but it was our place. Where else were we going to go and see big, big rock shows? Right. You know, I remember one time I was uh, doing a station event there, and um, uh, it was a it was a tractor pull, mm-hmm. and our listeners, we, we got a bunch of listeners in, and we got them on the down on the on the floor there for something. Mm-hmm. They decided that at some point it'd be funny to throw me in that mud pit. <laughs> this was the middle of January. It was uh, Ooh, below zero. Chilly. The temperature outside yeah. was below zero. They throw me in this thing. It's a wet kind of mud. It's a certain consistency that they got to have for these type of events. So now I'm full of mud, and I got to get home. And I just bought myself a brand new 1987 uh, uh, Toyota Camry, white, uh, cloth interior. But how in the hell am I going to get home now? So I thought, well, I'll go into the blues locker room. Maybe I can kind of wash it off with a shower somehow. You know, yeah. Uh, keep my clothes on, just just wash off. It's already kind of wet, wet and mud. So I take this shower and it didn't it didn't work. All it did is just got me wetter. And now I got to go home and it's zero outside. So I walk out in front of the checker dome, you know, totally wet, zero degrees out. And I got to get home. So I go, I go out to my car. I, I'm out there in that front parking lot, which right right there along right. Oakland Avenue. Mm-hmm. Get out to my car. I look around. I take all my clothes off, except my <laughs> underwear, shoes and everything. I just leave them right there in a pile. I get in my car and I drive home in my underwear. <laughs> You left everything there? Everything, yes. <laughs> so that's, that's, and I know you didn't leave any valuables. No, of course no. not. No, no. That's one of my memories of, uh, the, of the Checker, checker Dome. That's nice, Slight, John. Slightly different than Alice's. That's nice. Even the press, I said, okay, she wants me to be on the radio. This is great. You know, I had no idea what to say. But Wow. Now, did Rush Limbaugh work at Casey? No. Okay, because Rush Limbaugh was in the Midwest, and he was the first guy to play schools out. Yeah, well, he worked for the Royals for a while. Hmm. Rush Limbaugh did, yeah. And he was played the first. But I didn't think he worked in radio in the Midwest. I thought his radio years were in uh, in uh, in California. I don't know, but I I'm I'm shocked that he played an Alice Cooper tune. Yeah, I really am. DJ to break schools. <laughs> he was a rock DJ. He was at KGMO and Cape Girardeau. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. His hometown. Uh, he was on the radio in, in his hometown. KGMO was in Cape Girardeau. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that okay. weird? <laughs> wow. I wish I could remember the guys though back. In the early, early, early days of Casey, yeah. Ron Steen. I mean, yeah. I mean, these guys were just Prince Knight. Prince. I find it hard to believe that Rush Limbaugh broke that out of Cape Girardeau. <laughs> I think he probably heard that Casey was probably playing it, and then he he copied off Casey, of us. I mean, Casey was very influential in the Midwest. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, uh, there's no way Rush Limbaugh played that. That sounds like a good story there for for Alice, but I don't think so. All right. Knight. These guys were all rockers. I mean, they were just like us. They were just rock and roll guys. Uh, boy, who else? Uh, Johnny Rabbit? Yeah. Ron Ells? His, his name is Ron Ells. That's yeah. Well, here would be the deal. We would be... As a second. So I have a feeling I'm 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 naming off all these ex Casey DJs. He's like, yeah, yeah, and he has no idea what I'm talking about. No, I don't about. think so. No. <laughs> it's the second week in a row that Johnny Rabbit comes up in yeah. our in our Ron podcast. Ells. Yeah. We would come to Casey, and it would be like Jeff Beck would be leaving. And when we would leave, the Beach Boys were coming in or somebody like that because it was like a constant flow of people. 
coming in to do interviews with Keishi, and we always get to play whatever music we wanted to play. You know, it was great. So, Keishi turns 40 this year. Wow. Um, how long have you been doing this? Uh, 40 years. So, is it amazing? I started when you guys did. That a relationship, I mean, because those relationships aren't fostered anymore no. between bands and radio stations. No. Here we are 40 years later. That's right. And Where you know what? I mean, and, and when I think of Keishi, I think of old school, old school rock and roll radio. You know, I mean, uh, look at how many stations come and go. Look how many bands come and go. But the, the really good ones stay. So, you guys are, I, think, I can't think of anybody out there any, any longer than you guys. ABX is gone in Detroit and all those other ones, but Casey's still here. And that was, uh, that was that 2007. Was, that was 11 so was, years ago, and we're me. still here. I mean, it's just really cool that a guy of his stature in the rock world, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, he started the same year that Casey did, yeah. which is really weird, 1967. And, um, you know, that uh, he holds, I mean, you, he could probably go anywhere. And if you said Casey to him, he would know what city and would say good things about it. It's just really neat. Yeah, yeah. And he mentioned WABX, which was Casey's sister station up in Detroit. As a matter of fact, uh, somebody just gave me a, a T-shirt. It was, oh, it's worn down to practically nothing with the uh, the pig, sweet meat pig on the front with the letters WABX across the front of it. Well, I'm a radio geek, so <laughs> most people don't give a rat's ass about that. So I want to bring up a story. I think you might remember. You play golf. All right, stop, yeah. stop, stop. All right, here comes the golf story. So now remember, I'm not mic'd, so that's why I'm lower. So I set this story up by saying, hey, you played golf with our morning guy or whatever, and blah, 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 blah. So let's listen to this part. Let's listen to what he says, and then you give us your side of the story. Okay. You ready? With our midday guy. (laughs) When I got in the car accident. (laughs) Yeah, can you tell that story? That's a great You know what? (laughs) All I remember was trying to get back to the hotel because I had a show that night, and Bang, 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 bang. It was like nine cars hitting us all at once. And I was going, I wonder if I can get a cab from here because I got to get back to the hotel. <laughs> it didn't bother me that we got in a car accident at all. That, that's just kind of the rock and roll thing. You, you're, you're in that. But I kind of looked at him. I said, can you take care of this? I got to get back to the hotel. <laughs> well, he, the thing that he always likes to tell is that you guys were waiting for a ride, sitting on the curb eating Cheetos. <laughs> You have to remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, we were waiting for we were we had played golf, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we were waiting for a ride back. That's so weird. That's so weird. So Alice in 08. Okay. <laughs> All right. So was this the St. Albans golf day where we played golf with him at St. Albans? No, do you that, remember that? That was the second time I played with him. Okay. This was this was uh, we played golf at Quail Creek. Oh, in, okay. In South County. Okay. Off of uh, it used to be your home course. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Off of Tesson Ferry Road. It was myself, him, uh, Mark Emo, okay, and I don't know if there was a fourth or not, but those those are the only three people I remember that day. Okay, and uh, Alice played pretty well. He almost had a hole in one that day on the eighth hole. I mean, it was <laughs> the ball stopped six inches from the hole. Wow, it was like a hundred and seventy-five yard shot. Right. So, and Alice is pretty much down the middle, but uh, you know, he always says he shoots in the seventies. I would say in that day he shot in the low eighties. Okay, he'll take some liberties here and there. But I don't care. Everybody <laughs> He's plays. Alice Cooper. Everybody plays the way they want to play and keep their own score. I don't care. I play the ball down all the time. Yes, though. I do too. So, yeah, you do too. That's yes. right. So anyway, we get done playing, and um, he he has to get down to this show. I I, I, I seem to remember that it was uh, going to be at Peaches, um, Peaches Records there at Hampton and um, Chippewa. Really? Wow. Yeah. So we get in the car. We're heading down. What Tess year was Fair. this, by the way? Was this in the nineties? Because if it was in the nineties, it wasn't Peaches. I thought maybe he had like. No, a I think it was. I think it was eighties. It was okay. 
I think it was 80s, okay. late 80s. Anyway, uh, there's heavy traffic on Tesson Ferry heading north before mm-hmm. we get to 270. And I'm like, oh, man, Alice is in a hurry. I got to get him there. And I'm in the 87 uh, <laughs> Toyota that I talked right. about earlier, the, the Camry. And so I'll take a shortcut between uh, between Deerberg's and, uh, I guess, Walgreens or something there. Mm-hmm. People who know the area know what I'm talking about. So I, I take the right turn, and I'm going down that road, and this older gentleman comes out of the Deerberg parking lot, and I see him coming, and I hit my brakes to stop, and he just slams right into the front left part of my car wow. and bends in the left tire. So, so car, it's undrivable. It's now. undrivable, yes. <laughs> I still have this mental image looking to my left, seeing Alice Cooper on the passenger side of my car, and his head and neck are crushed up against the, the roof of my car. It's a mental image I'll never get out of my head. So he looks at me, I look at him, and I could tell, you know, he's worried about getting back to his thing. So I said, let's go into Walgreens. They had a payphone in there. Right. And we'll call Mark Emo, who just played golf with us, and Mark will show up and take you on down. Right. Okay. We <laughs> go into the Walgreens, and we're hungry. We just got done playing golf all yeah. day, and we're thirsty. So we each got a soda, and we each got uh, b- bags of Cheetos, and we come back outside to take care of the wreck situation until Mark Emo shows up. We're sitting on the, he's sitting on the curb and I'm talking to this guy and the police come <laughs> and Mark Emo shows up in his uh, Corvette. Of course. And picks up Alice and runs him on down there. And that, that was, the story. that was the story. Yeah. But not nine cars. It wasn't nine. No, yeah. Was that just... was, we were looking at each other and here, <laughs> no Alice, not nine cars. It was one car. Uh, the guy might've been 90 who hit us, but uh, that's the only nine that I can remember. And then years, years later, Joe McGrain, former pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, mm-hmm. is playing golf with Alice Cooper in Arizona. That's where Alice lives right. in Arizona. And, right, in Scottsdale. And, yeah, and Joe goes down there a lot. Somehow they end up getting matched up, and, and, and Joe brings up the accident. And Alice remembered it there to, to Joe as well. Did he say nine so, cars, too? I don't know if he said nine <laughs> cars, but uh, yeah, it is it is something that he's been reminded about, I think, occasionally, every once in a while. He'll bump into some Casey listener somewhere, and he'll go, hey, did you get in a car accident with some stupid guy in <laughs> St. Louis? And he has to say yes. We, we have a golf story that, that, that we'll tell afterwards. That uh, Remember the time that uh, – it was after this, actually. We we set up uh, uh, a tee time, and he went to O'Fallon, oh, Missouri, yeah, 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 yeah. instead of O'Fallon, Illinois. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll tell that later. All right. <laughs> you, will be, uh, you will be in the class of the Hall of Fame of Casey. Oh, great. great. We know Thank you. you the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whatever. Oh, but yeah, that's so we- funny. The longer that one stays out, the funnier it gets. Because you're sitting there going, uh, do you want to put in Hanson next? <laughs> or maybe the Nelson Brothers? What do you think about being in the Casey Hall? Oh, this is great. Of course, well, you, you, it's the only Hall of Fame I care about. <laughs> right on. I have to ask you about a great Casey classic, and I was hoping that you'd play it tonight. I Which one? The Ballad of Dwight Fry. We played it. We played oh, it. We that was, that was in the. You know, whenever you say that to an artist before mm-hmm. a concert, they always get this look on their face, like, "Oh boy, don't uh, yeah. don't bring anything up if we don't play." It, it, it kind of frightens them. You got lucky there, right? I did, and yeah. it's a great Casey song. I mean, yeah, the Ballad of Dwight Fry. Yeah, Straight Jacket. Tell us, tell us about that song. Well, Dwight Fry was an unheralded actor. He was the actor that played Fritz in the original Frankenstein, the little hunchback, and he also played Renfield in the original Dracula. He was the guy that ate the spiders and the thing. To me, when I was a kid, he was the scariest thing in the movie. Dracula and Frankenstein were kind of, okay, but the little creepy guy. And we finally said, let's find out who that guy is and give him a tribute. 
because somebody, de he deserves a song. So then we wrote Ballad of Dwight Fry, and we do it, always do it in a straitjacket, you know, because it's, it's a tribute to one of the great horror actors that never got, never got his comeuppance. Never knew who that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, wanted to say anything else to the people that are going to click on this, any message to people? Well, you know, 40 years from now when we do this again, we do the 80, <laughs> I know I'll still be on tour. I know you guys will still be, <laughs> still be rocking. Uh, I hope there's rock and roll then. Please let there be. You know, I, I still think 20 years from now there's going to be five kids in a garage somewhere with guitars and drums trying to learn Rolling Stone songs. So rock and roll's not going to die. But neither will Casey. And there you go. That's so, it. That's it. Isn't that great? That's the you know, Is there anything else afterwards? No, here off I, can mic? Pick, I can picture his face with those last few lines because that's what we used on the uh, Hall of Fame. When we uh, the, the video and stuff is uh, he was totally sincere, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I was just great stuff. I was just backstage. Oh, well. I was just backstage. Um, his he was just here a couple weekends ago, right? And uh, they said, uh, "Well, do the stage announcement before Alice." Right. And they had me go on 15 minutes before I even got on the stage. I was backstage. Uh, I said, "Is Alice available by any chance?" Or, or right. you know, no. I, got some, I got a bag of Cheetos. I'd like to share with them. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no contact anymore. But we, uh, after that first round of golf where the accident occurred, were you with me when we played with him at uh, St. Albans? I was in the foursome behind you. Oh, okay. Well, we played at St. Albans that day, and Alice says, "You know, he's he's protective of his uh, image." Uh, I hit a golf ball that went right into an old abandoned house off to the left side of the of a fairway. Yeah. Okay. And this is a, this is a beautiful golf course in a beautiful area. It's a Saint private Albans club. Is beautiful. Yeah, it's a yeah. private club. It's just like an old um, abandoned little uh, cabin type mm -hmm. thing. And the ball went right inside there. And so I went in to, to, to look for my ball and Alice walked over with me. Mm -hmm. And we go inside there and we find the ball and we pick it up and we're standing, there's a picture of us standing in the doorway and I'm holding the ball up and he's pointing at me like, it's his ball, <laughs> it ain't mine. And, and so uh, yeah, that, that, and then, and then that day we, we took some pictures in the uh, clubhouse and these old country club dudes who you wouldn't think had any idea who Alice Cooper was, they got in on the photos, they man. They knew it. Alice. They loved it. They knew who he was. It was it was very fun. You know, that day, I'll never forget, hole number one, you guys were in the foursome in front of us, and he hit his ball, his first drive of the day, and it was straight and went right down the middle. Yeah, he's straight. And he turned around to us, and he said, you're going to be seeing that all day, fellas. <laughs> and you pretty much did. He, he does hit it straight. But Doesn't the, hit it far, right. but straight. But the thing that I was alluding to before, after this interview, I was talking to Alice about golf, and I said, hey, do you want to play tomorrow? He had an off day. So he gave me his manager's number, and that's when I set up. Uh, we were going to play at Far Oaks. Yes, and uh, I, I, you know, I know I communicated O'Fallon. Maybe I didn't say Illinois. I don't, anyway, Alice, John, and I are there in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning, and Alice isn't showing up. Right. And it's not like Alice not to show up for a golf outing. Yeah. you know, I could see him stiffing an interview <laughs> before a golf outing. It turned out he went to O'Fallon, Missouri, and I have no uh -huh. idea what golf course he could have gone to but we did hear that and we blew or you know you blew, blew our i blew our <laughs> chance to play with alice cooper so. yeah well there you go well uh, he, he is a, a guy who's been a friend of the radio stations for a long time and he sure he's has. a nice man and he, he gets the whole business aspect of of rock and roll and there's there's a little show business in him no doubt about that uh, yep. he'll exaggerate things uh, from time to time but uh, we appreciate how, how great he's been to Casey over all these years. Yep, love Alice Cooper, always will. Yep, same here. All right, so uh, next week, John, uh, 
Brian May of Queen with all this, the, the hoopla of the Bohemian Rhapsody movie and all that good stuff. I interviewed Brian May and I don't even remember it. What year was it? Dan? I have no idea. I'm going to have to listen to it and see what's on it. Wow. All right. Looking forward to that. Thanks a lot. It could be lot. really stupid. <laughs> I got some stupid ones uh, in the can here, too, that uh, we may have to expose at some point. Thanks to everybody that's uh, subscribed and listened, especially to Shelly Grafman last week and, and, and all the ones we've done. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. You man here saying so long. Follow me on Twitter at STLU man. Casey guy. The Casey tapes with you man and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.